0: starter jackets rip off those tearaways and blow into your game cartridges i'm sam blanford i'm pat sellers
1: and i'm sean kelly and we wish it was the 90s that's right listeners
2: everyone can relax our <laughs> podcast has returned uh, so here we are we're an x-men animated series back into i am Absolutely fizzing! I'm so excited. I've really, as the season's build up steam, so has my appreciation for this uh, for this media. Um, we've got uh, five episodes to get through today: The Cure, Come the Apocalypse, The Days of Future Past, Double Header, and the Final Decision. So I think we'll just jump straight into The Cure. And um, I did watch this one quite a while ago, but off the bat, I've got to say, Cable's back, baby.
3: <laughs> big time!
2: You ready for some backstory? Um,
4: <laughs> Hit us.
1: <laughs> Cable's backstory?
4: Yes.
5: Sorry, who's Cable?
1: The
4: big old of...
5: guy with a, know, a belt going over his shoulder and waist. The commander. Yeah, 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 yeah. of oh, yeah. yeah. looks like the commander from Toy Soldiers. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So, I. As stated, I'm, I'm keen to get through these episodes relatively quickly, and you can't do that when discussing Cable's backstory, um, <laughs> but um, for anyone who's curious, uh, in the comic books, Cable is the time-travelling son of Scott Summers Cyclops and a clone of Jean Grey, um, who they have to, well, and then, then the clone goes AWOL, and Scott and Jean raise the baby, and then they, the baby gets a virus from Apocalypse they have to send the baby into the future so it can survive the virus and then he comes back as a fully grown man with a great flat top and a sparkly eye and for ages in the 90s no one knew that they were family uh, even though he had the same name as the baby
0: that is crazy
2: Oh, it's twisted as well. At one point, Scott and Cyclops, uh, sorry, Scott and Gene get sent into the future to raise him for a while under the alias Red and Slim. And then later in the 90s, when things get really convoluted, we discover that um, Cable's time-travelling business and fighting with Apocalypse is actually the reason why Apocalypse gives him the virus in the first place.
0: Sorry, are these, are these spoilers for future uh,
2: animated nah, series episodes? Nah, it doesn't come up
5: irrelevant but he had it all in his head ready to go so <laughs> it's just a comic book thing
2: yeah yeah it's nuts in fact the summer's family tree is one of the most nuts things that exist in comics uh, anyway so uh look memory's a little bit average on this one but I've got some interesting notes so uh, there's some discussion about a cure and a Dr. Gottfried Adler. Uh, I suspect Adler is a little nod to Mystique's comic book uh, wife Irene, uh, although she doesn't feature. But obviously as we find out in this episode, Mystique is posing as Adler. I suspect that's a nod. And. As always, quite a lot of the characters aren't very sympathetic towards a cure. makes sense, I guess. But also when you're sitting in the room with someone who can't touch people because of their mutant powers, perhaps a little bit of empathy wouldn't go astray. I think the only one who really shows any is maybe Professor X a little bit and maybe Cyclops. You kind of get a shot of Cyclops almost reading the room and realizing what's going on.
5: Yeah. Yeah, but there's no empathy coming from old mate, Meg. He was just, <laughs> just ripping straight into anyone thinking about having a cure. He's like, well, if I've got for to live sure. for centuries, you're all going to suffer as well.
2: Um, and and that's, yeah, that storyline about Rogue considering the cure is sort of um, plagiarised heavily in uh, the very average X-Men The Last Stand film. Yeah, uh,
5: what we talked about, he. He didn't read any of the comics to make that. He watched all of
2: this. Yeah, so. makes sense now. Uh, and then we sort of so they to send a team over to investigate this cure and.
0: Um, uh, we've, we, we skipped over a um, great voice actor actress actually, um, Moira McTaggart. I was just about to say oh, they get. Yeah, that's great. Uh, the
2: the Scotswoman Moira McTaggart, who, I. Th- is in this as well, a former flame of Professor X, or at least former associates.
5: I was trying to figure out what they're doing and like, so they wanted her to have a strong Scottish accent, but she has to speak really slowly so that the American audience could understand her. Is that what they're trying to do there? Is that what's happening with that
2: voice? I think that's what's happening there. I mean, that makes (laughs) sense as well, because a fast Scottish accent (laughs) could sometimes be indecipherable.
0: Is she she a uh, recurring character?
2: Yeah, she for most of her life in the X Men comics, she is a human sort of mutant sympathizer. sympath. She rolls That's with yeah, she rolls with the X Men. Um, she's done. A, she does a lot of work in genetics. She's close with Professor X, and at various stages throughout comic book history, she's like had a team or worked with a team. She tends to work out of her base, which is like muir island where we go in this episode
5: um we also missed a little bit of uh introduction to warren yes I and also cable jumping out of a bookshelf and just grabbing him by the scruff of the neck is like an intro to him he doesn't know if warren's a bad guy or not he just basically assaults this guy out of nowhere inside of his home is warren the blonde hunk yeah Yeah. the guy with the wings So,
2: so So I think Cable knows that Warren has been funding Adler's research into The Cure and Cable's anti-cure. Yeah. Right? Maybe because so. of timey-wimey stuff, maybe not. It's unclear. Um, but I do love that moment when they're having their squirmish when Warren's like, I'm Warren Worthington, the third.
4: <laughs> Just call it a squirmish.
2: <laughs> the <It's a> baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy.
5: I also thought um, Warren's clothes probably need to be made so that he can get his wings out of them because he seems to be in like pain when he like busts them through his snow clothes.
2: Yeah. Also, Warren is the worst character to have a problem with his mutant powers. The man is gorgeous and has wings. <laughs> like,
4: and
5: he doesn't want to know anything about that. He's like, reverse all of this.
2: <laughs> yeah an- another thing that's ripped straight into the last stand mm. um, yeah so mm. they have their, uh, their little skirmish um,
5: <laughs> which ends with his missus shooting him
2: mm. I wonder if that's his long time lover Candy Southern
0: mm. I, I really enjoyed that uh, she says no I didn't mean to even though she picked up the gun and pulled the trigger. Yeah.
5: yeah. Like she had time to think. <laughs> I think she was just like, oh, it wasn't a kill shot. He's going to come back. Oh, it was an accident.
0: <laughs> oh, it's set to
5: stun. Yeah. Yeah, it was as well. Didn't he say something about it? This gun being set to stun? There's, <laughs> lots,
0: there's lots of guns set to stun in these next couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. That's a great
2: uh, trope of 90s cartoons. Uh, I've just got, obviously, after that, we. Um... We head, That's when we head back to the to the what I believe to be the war room, and um, I said, i have got a good note here: stop probing mines without permission, Professor X." Mm. Is um,
5: that when they're all doing DIY with their powers?
2: Uh, I I love it when they do that.
5: Yeah, it turns out having mutant powers would be like a great way to you know start a construction company. They well, you saw
2: how good Colossus did in um, in. Uh, Demolition.
5: Yeah, but he's not, he's yeah, you know, ruffled a few feathers though.
2: Yeah, I, I just to, to double back on that thing you said about Meg. I've written a note here. uh Wolverine jerking around, talking about working with my hands. Very creepy. <laughs> and then when they're <laughs> d- discussing the cure, holy shit! Wolverine is a jerk. Does not he know how Rogue's powers work at all? Isn't he standing next to her at the time? Oh god, he's bad.
4: Yeah, who?
2: I can't remember what Gambit does or say says here, but I guess he's been sleazy to Rogue because I've just written, "Jeez, Gambit."
5: Yeah, I wrote down Gambit is so randy. <laughs> <laughs> he's really keen to risk it all just to get a kiss from Rogue.
0: Yeah, I've got lots of questions around Rogue.
1: Uh, do you want to ask them now or or later?
0: oh no we'll get to it soon but i i did really enjoy this episode for rogue um mm. must be incredibly lonely for her
2: yeah uh so so rogue heads off oh sorry uh
0: yeah she goes up to the plane she just goes yeah. to chill out at 900 kilometers an hour
1: yeah <laughs>
0: how good um i
2: i've i've got to say i've got a lot of appreciation. For avalanche and pyro,
3: who They're
2: great. Do we meet them at the bar?
5: Yeah, at Bad Guy Bar.
2: Yeah, the Bad Guy Bar <laughs> that Rogue goes into.
5: Bad Guy Bar is the best part of this season so far. I think it's been outstanding. Makes a couple of appearances. I'm going <laughs> to go for a drink at bad, bad Guy Bar. Probably don't bring you know uh, the missus with you though, because yeah, Rogue didn't fare too well as soon as she went in there. Costed by no. two people straight away.
2: Yeah, Py- Pyro has a red-hot crack. I mean, Pat, you're our, you're our voice guy, but surely you've got something to
5: say about Pyro's accent. Hey, it's a little bit all over the show. I Also, he's not... Isn't he American in, uh, in the comics, or is that just the movie? He's de- it's definitely in the movie. I think he is Australian in the
2: comics, because uh, in quite a lot of the games, he's got a thick Aussie accent
5: yeah he's also sporting face tattoos these days in the comics
2: yeah
0: he's actually quite mint these days yeah. his accent's not australian in the in i the think TV that's, what
5: they're, that's what they're going for that's what they're going it comes across as um english but yeah. i've got
0: yeah i've got british question mark cockney question mark yeah, yeah. He's, it's a fair to be... question but <laughs> he's, he's saying stuff like i haven't the foggiest personally i find this frightfully confusing <laughs> i probably wrote that down as well surely if he's saying that he's it's got to be british
5: yeah there's a few like because i thought they were trying to make him australian but they've just completely missed it at one point um when cable shows up well after he's running around looking for avalanche he goes hello (laughs) (laughs) definitely you guys aren't missing you guys are missing the aussie part i thought it comes up though Does not he say he's australian or something
2: i think he talks about down under
5: yeah yeah, there's
2: something like say, that and like then that. <laughs> yeah. well maybe yeah. he's you know, he did a did a big OE and acclimatised a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he
0: might have put it, um, might have so, it I do, I do, do I do appreciate the fact that um there are so many different uh, nationalities slash accents, you know, that, that definitely prove that the mutant uh, the population goes worldwide, not just in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's good.
2: that goes back to that thing where I think we talked about the first step with um Giant X-Men, Giant Size X-Men number one, where they decided to like there was only one Yank on the team. And there's like, you know, you got
1: Irish, uh, uh what else you got? Russian, German, African,
2: um yeah, just you know
4: I like nice it. Words. Apache mm, even Cajuns
5: they allowed them in there i think this episode confirmed that Cajun is being used as some sort of slur because wolverine uses it super aggressively a couple of times yeah i've got a question about racism later (laughs)
2: um so uh professor x when he was doing his um an appropriate mind probe had a vision um of mystique and then we get to see adler in the office and uh you know transforms into mystique Uh, so we get that confirmation and then we get a good look at apocalypse and we discover that the machine isn't a cure it makes people slaves Um, and then we get a bit of a bit of rogue rogue flashback we get the cody scene first boy she ever kissed ended up in a coma
1: seen that before already in one of the early episodes i think maybe the first episode yeah
2: uh, um and uh so rogue goes for the cure pyro and avalanche interrupt because they are after adler for their own stupid villainous reasons uh, which i respect yeah um and then they they, they find could out have what... their
5: own show i'd watch that pyro uh, and avalanche yeah start every episode at the bar <laughs> Make it like chairs, but like just <laughs> fire on avalanche, a couple of other characters. Throw, on the throw a juggernaut in drinks. there every now and then.
3: Yeah. Let's just grand. call it
5: the bad guy's bar. Bad guy bar. Where <laughs> everyone knows your name.
2: Um. So so they're having this conversation out on the side of the island or whatever, and that's when Pyro says that phenomenal quote about being very conf- f- frightfully confused. <laughs> yeah. And Cable turns up to kill Adler, finds out it's Mystique. There's... The, Bit goes on, and then Scott and Jean turn up, but Adler's turned back into Mystique. Um, Cable, Scott, and Jean—that's a—that's a family reunion that they don't know about. And um, a, and then after a bit, bit of chatting, Rose decides not to get the cure. Um, and and as she's she's going off, she bumps into Warren, and he's you know, how do you fly without wings? Which is actually probably a really fair question.
0: Definitely. Mm. Um,
2: And that's sort of the end of the episode, but it kind of just rolls straight into come the apocalypse.
0: Well, apocalypse appears at the end,
1: doesn't
0: he? Yeah. He's one of the
5: old switcheroos with the shapey shifties. He looks badass. Mm. Mm. And sounds it too. He looks better in this 90s cartoon than he did in the last movie that they put him in. He looks awful in that movie. Yeah.
2: Um, got some interesting things to say about that movie and Apocalypse
0: right Mike, sorry oh, just a yes. question about Rogue Yeah. so what happens to reset her after she's like received someone's powers
2: so it's however long she's in contact with the longer she has the powers for and if she holds on for too long they might become permanent and you get you get more of how she because she doesn't have she wasn't born with flying powers or super strength. You find out how she got that in a later episode.
5: Yeah, that's good to, that I get that explanation. Is it is it also something to do with like depending on how powerful the person is as well, like the yeah. Oh, we and see a little bit like of, memories and stuff like that.
2: We we saw a bit of that with Juggernaut, right? Like she tried to take his powers, and because of the his magical powers or whatever, it sort of overwhelmed her. Yeah. Um, right. Should we jump into Come the Apocalypse?
5: Yes. Open with more bad guy bar.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got to, I've, I've obviously already asked this question, but my first note just says, why is Warren so gutted about having awesome angel wings?
5: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's fair to be brought up multiple times.
2: Yeah. Um, and you know in bad guy bar
1: there are definitely some mutants who could probably go for a cure you know it's like
2: there's that 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 i don't know if she's old or what but that that lady who like
5: she goes the old lady and is
4: it advertise. it's not the it's not, old
5: lady it's not, not ma higgins again is it <laughs> nah, 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 yeah nah, she nah. needs a cure <laughs>
0: seem like they're around a few, being old it seemed like there are a few morlocks there
4: yes it did seem there like that yeah
1: uh, so basically uh,
5: how did the morlocks get because this bad guy bars in, still in Muir island right For which Charlotte is Island, odd. scotland
2: because i thought muir island what was like...
5: sewers have they used or sewer <laughs> <laughs> international <laughs> travel If they use to get to muir island they've got a sewer ship down there
2: uh yeah maybe they use the underground um tunnel system that exists in the mortal Kombat sequel that maybe we'll cover someday because it came out in the 90s Um, yeah good
4: crossover
0: so, so uh doesn't the slave come out saying that he's uh he's cured Warren. Warren. Warren Worthington. Warren
2: walks in. The cure works. Rah, 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 I'm free, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's real stoked. And he handpicks three other people to go with him. I'm assuming Apocalypse has chosen those people. Then we get back to a conversation between Mystique and Apocalypse. It actually becomes quite clear that Mystique is actually scared of him, which I think is a good touch. It, it gives Mystique a little bit more depth than rather just being a villainous sidekick. She's obviously been coerced into this.
0: Yeah, it's, there's some interesting later on, especially her and Rogue, I think yeah. in the Final Decision. Yeah,
2: certainly. Uh, I just wrote a note here that says there are some awful-looking mutants in the bar.
5: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I, as much as I'm glad that it's all in Bad Guy Bar and all that stuff, like uh, basically Apocalypse is now recruiting members, right? Yeah. I feel like he would have been dynamite recruiting in with the sewer mutants like just going into the sewers because i reckon they'd all be up for it like that they'll be desperate for it, a new leader to lead them out of the sludge he does have a bit of beef
2: with weakness right like he's his whole shtick
5: is, is, is about
4: yeah,
2: okay. um only the fit survive yeah um Right, I just want to hear Archangel. So we get the reveal that Warren is actually now Archangel, uh, the Horseman of Death.
4: He looks mad,
2: and that's that's a massive thing in X Men lore. That happens in the eighties. What happens is the Morlocks actually capture Warren, and then um, his wings get so badly injured that they have to be amputated, and he obviously becomes quite depressed because he's been a superhero his whole life. And Apocalypse goes to him and says, I can give you your wings back and turns him into death. So it's not quite obviously what happens here, but it's quite cool that they've planted that into the storyline. Because originally, Warren's one of the first five
0: X-Men. Yeah, he seems quite important in X-Men canon, is that right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I think the problem with Warren in terms of the comics is that he was actually quite boring, but he's great to draw. So he's an artist drinks, yeah. he flies, he's got wings, he looks that amazing. But they never really got his character right. And then when they did the archangel thing to him, you know, he has problems controlling himself, he's angry, et cetera, et cetera. It just makes him slightly more complex and interesting. The
5: um, horsemen are all great though. Like i I I kind of missed where they all came from. So one of them's a warlock, is the pestilence yep. with the horrible voice.
0: Oh, yeah. I said here, is she a Mert, was she a Mert Morlock?
5: Yeah, yeah, she was. I'm girl. I'm sure she was. And who, what, who's the guy with the... Bolker. Very good 90s Bolker, yeah. No idea. <laughs> Sensational Bolker.
2: Yeah, phenomenal. Real, real of its time. Yeah. That probably places this show in the 90s better than that scene with the VCR.
5: Hmm. What's yeah, right.
0: Apocalypse's power? Oh, it is that's whatever um, he
5: needs it to be for whatever yeah, storyline they're telling 100%.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
2: um, we get a bit more of his backstory <laughs> as it goes on but what we learn in this episode is that he can do energy blasts he can change his size
0: Yeah, he and seems to be able to grow
2: yeah and he's pretty strong right like blasts don't really hurt him yeah um, I've just so we get our introduction to uh, the four horsemen apocalypses I am the instrument to purify the world. I thought that's a great, great uh, quote. Yeah. Um, and then
4: well delivered.
2: Uh, well, I, what I really, really like is he—he he goes on a bit of a monologue, and he says, "From the ashes of this world, I will build a better one," which is hundred percent in X Men Apocalypse, the movie. Just yeah. another straight steal from the cartoon.
5: Yeah, it's good. Um, I wish they had just taken all the costumes from the cartoon as well, and maybe just the entire storyline.
2: I, I, and then, so we have uh, this this battle going on, right? Gambit's flirting with Rogue again.
5: Is Rogue there? Ooh. This is in the rec room, right? The rec room's quite cool.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. He says, yeah,
5: big fan of babe You God, can drain my energy
2: anytime, Cher. Gavin has <laughs> plenty. <laughs> like, jeez. So horny. Oh,
5: he's an absolute pest.
2: <laughs> and then I've just written, there goes the Eiffel
0: Tower. when is um, mystique strapped down. She's strapped down by a Rogue at some point. Yeah,
4: yep.
2: Uh, I didn't write it down, so I don't remember when. But that definitely happens.
5: Uh, I think that after that's right at the end, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Because that's when you get that sort of glimpse into that she's actually scared of Apocalypse. Yeah,
2: well, you're sort of, yeah, yeah. she goes and on then, like, you don't know what he can do. And the building blows
5: up for no reason.
2: Yeah. Um, while that's going on and Rogue's talking with Mystique, the horsemen are just wreaking havoc all over the world. And I think that adds a bit of like this is a major, apocalypse is a major threat, you know, like th- this is this is your big big bad. Like Magneto's a bad guy with kind of decent motives. Apocalypse is
1: dangerous as hell. Um, and we find out. So Rogue finds out that the base is at Stonehenge, and
2: I don't remember how the X Men find out, but they do as well. But Rogue gets there first. And that's when there's a, a, I think I talked about this last time, but there is just a really unfortunately drawn scene of Rogue lying on the ground in front of yep, uh, Apocalypse. And um, that's that's a meme you can look up online and it says, Apocalypse has come to smash that ass. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> um, yeah. Just- Pestilence is just going around the world, just killing everyone with her voice. Just that, that like, 90s witch voice. It's outrageous. God, there's it one really point, pierces the ears.
0: There's one point there where Meg, I didn't catch exactly what he said, but it was like, something-faced runt can't take a joke. <laughs> and and i tell you what I've noticed a lot of after you mentioned it last time, Sean was Storm. Storm your master commands. <laughs> yeah, he commands. She
2: really likes to But it's mint. I like it when she does it.
0: Yeah, so do I. I've uh, really grown to like it. They're at, they're at Stonehenge. I'm pretty sure Stonehenge does not look like the moon and there's lots of grass at Stonehenge. They are just like, it looks like the moon's surface where they are. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, it also looks like, again, or maybe every scene does, but it kind of looks like they're close to a cliff how did they get to stonehenge well rogue flew the x-men must have taken the jet i, don't, I can't remember
0: hmm, i um, thought that was like time traveled or not time traveled just like, well, just like teleported. teleported
2: i haven't seen that technology yet um and then i've just written here the laugh after cyclops blast apocalypse is incredible like you know <laughs> like just no it's it's laughable to him that these guys are even trying to take him on, but um after Rogue absorbs a little bit of Warren's powers and memories, it sort of snaps him out of his slavery, mm. and they
1: overcome the horsemen and 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 sort of win the day, and then Apocalypse signs off with, "You are not
2: fit, you are not worthy." You are only delaying the inevitable i thought that was quite mint as well
4: it is great
5: i Uh, just couldn't work out like there's actually a scene where they have horses walking on the ground and they look fine but for some reason all the horses the horsemen are riding when they're flying are just like statues still and just moving across the screen (laughs) it looks (laughs) ridiculous Well, horses can move somewhat, even if they're flying. Like, yeah, it just looks—it's looks insane, and I like of,
4: it. Uh, yeah. They better not update that when they do new ones.
1: <laughs> um, so, any other final thoughts on uh,
2: come the apocalypse?
5: Uh, I thought the cure was basically hate juice. It was what Apocalypse was giving them. It's like basically just made them crazy and. Full of hate, as I think Archangel says. And yeah, he does. Rogue ends that. up getting a bit of his hate at the end there because she, yeah. uh, she she snaps him out of it, drains that part of his powers away, which also made me question her powers a little bit because can she be that specific in what she takes? And in that yeah, case, I know, feel like she just when she's control. doing it,
2: she never knows what she's going to get.
4: Like a box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get out of here. <laughs> uh, we... uh,
5: sorry. So on that, I just also had is, is Rogue a little evil now?
4: Maybe
1: for a while.
4: Until she resets.
1: Yeah, whenever that is. Um,
2: right, shall we delve into comic book resources number one ranked X-Men episode, or episodes on their list? reputable website comic book resources rates the days of future past double as the greatest x-men animated series episodes
0: we have to stop for an ad in there for that they'll be sponsoring us (laughs) shortly
5: so what does that website tell you what is that about
0: i think comic book
2: resources is just (laughs) a uh
5: they have resources on comics or something
2: not as much as you'd think (laughs)
5: Um, I mean, the the
2: article I found was called The 15 Best Episodes of X-Men The Animated Series by Oscar Garza.
5: Oscar, maybe we could invite him on for an episode.
4: He's missed out on his favourite. I'm disappointed to know that it's only downhill from here.
2: I I tend to disagree with Oscar a little bit, but these are two pretty phenomenal episodes. They are good. I mean, this opening scene in 2055... It's like this is this is this is a shit
0: future two things have not changed sentinels still suck
5: <laughs>
0: and meg hasn't aged
5: uh meg's uh, got Meg's got a, little gray. Gray hair. Yeah, yeah, looks, a little bit right here yeah looks he looks gray.
0: better if anything yeah
5: i mean, and why do they keep playing western music through the future
2: i th- i've written down here that the blues western soundtrack is mint
5: yeah, weird harmonica-related yeah. music, I believe. It's not bad music. I just didn't understand the I
2: connection. think it's because Bishop's supposed to be a bit of a cowboy. I mean, he wears a bandana, around, well, a, ha- yeah. a handkerchief around his neck.
5: I had a question about him. How, do you, how old do you reckon Bishop's meant to be?
4: I
2: think technically, comic book at least, he's supposed to be born in the 90s, but that's definitely out here because
5: he's – how old do you reckon he is? I thought he was you know probably 40
0: but i would have said 50 plus
5: yeah yeah like i probably like there wolverine just keeps mugging him off for being real young and calling him a rookie all the time even when he goes back to the past when wolverine looks younger than him he starts calling him a rookie again he seems to be pretty on i really it.
2: like i really like wolverine's rookie gag on him
1: I that, you know
5: yeah just, is just it like calling on. a fat guy tiny like it's a <laughs> reversey.
1: um Yeah, so we meet Bishop, who proves that if there's one thing the creators
2: of this show didn't know, it's that a Lionel Richie haircut wouldn't last forever in popularity. (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, But so he's a tracker. He works for the set to hunt down the rebels and
2: um, he's scratched three rebels. And then Wolverine half days says, Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? Which is a lovely bit of foreshadowing.
1: And then we go through the, uh, the grave as they're getting taken to the, and the the camp, which I guess is like a concentration camp of sorts for rebel mutants. They go
2: past the, so yeah, Bishop catches Wolverine and a couple other random muties. And we go past these gravestones and we got Cyclops 2032, dead. Rogue 2033, dead. Storm 2021. And then it zooms in on Jubilee 2010. I suppose that's supposed to mean something to Wolverine.
1: I
5: suppose it means Storm could have died of COVID.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do like how Bishop talks about the legendary X-Men. But doesn't recognize that he's with one hmm. um and lo and behold they turn on bishop um and so they have to escape we get our first look at nimrod
2: who's like a superior sentinel despite appearing to not be able to move his arms or legs.
5: <laughs> yeah, much like the flying horses. Kind of yeah, he just sort situation. of hovers around. Nimrod
0: uh, uh, appears to be in severe back pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: he, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I also liked, oh, I caught earlier, I can't remember if it was, I'd say it was probably Meg calling the Sentinel in, uh, Sentinels bucket heads. I quite like that. <laughs> A good shout out to Two Rugby.
2: <laughs> uh, Nimrod's a big deal in the comics. Time-travelling Sentinel always running amok. Um, and there's a mission. We don't know what it is. Bishop and, and Wolverine are the only ones that get away. And they get to a secret
1: base where we meet Borge.
4: He's meant. Is he Native American? Yep. Oh,
1: and Sam, you'll be
2: glad to know that Forge's mutant power has been able to create any technology he can think of. <laughs> it's outrageous. It is outrageous. Um,
5: and it's like what Elon Musk thinks he is.
1: <laughs> it is. Um, I, I, so, and, you know, Bishop's, you rebels have a working time portal
2: and forge goes on about their theory. Us rebels have a theory that if we stopped the assassination of the nineties, this time wouldn't come to be. And this is you know, straight out of the days of future past comic book, which is also phenomenal. A few key changes, a
0: temporal transceiver. I thought it was a trend. He needed a transponder. It was a transponster. The job that rachel uh thinks chandler does in the lightning round episode
2: exactly (laughs) um and uh and and he goes through the um he goes on his time travel journey and um what were you saying about it pat about the time travel
5: oh you got some pretty psychedelic visuals there it was good stuff
2: yeah real it took me
5: back to uh when um, Professor X was entering the mind of our old mate Sabretooth Rawr! who don't put that raw through every part of this episode. Um Just thought you were gonna
2: reference something else there.
5: What in personal life? No. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, more Forge is what I what was what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Forge has been He's um, great.
5: He's also huge
2: everyone's pretty jacked. Yeah. Um, and so, so, yeah, so uh, Bishop wakes up, Well, wait, comes out in uh, New York, and we get ourselves a great New York mug off because he doesn't think he's time-traveled at all because of how much of a dump the place is. <laughs>
3: um,
2: and he seems to be suffering from some sort of time-travel amnesia.
5: Is that why he's talking to himself constantly? Yeah, yes. Basically commentating what he's doing? Just in case we weren't watching the TV at the time.
2: <laughs> um, I've just got here. Oh, I love a trip to visit Beast in the cells.
5: Oh,
4: Beast! Yeah, uh, old mate.
2: <laughs> um, so Rogan Gambit uh, visiting Beast and get a little hint here that Gambit may have some prison-related demons.
5: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just freaking him out, being in that cell yeah alluded to his past a bit yeah I also quite liked how, like when he left beast just walks up to the bars pulls them apart so he can walk through and he walks out which sort of which was i mean A is quite funny i'm sorry but b like sort of shows that beast can get out of that prison if he wanted to at any time basically yeah he's, uh,
2: he's determined to see his day in court for breaking into a facility. It's-
5: it's just a big farce so that you can go on into politics later, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I also enjoy when Bishop's walking down the street. Those kids are walking past with some sort of game cartridge and it's Punisher.
5: Yeah. A little Punisher cameo for us. The game's called The Assassin. Mm. What's Punisher?
2: He's a Marvel character. Well,
5: oh, that's why I don't know He's had, he's had a couple of movies.
2: Yeah. Uh, Thomas Jane plays him in a movie where John Travolta is a terrible crime villain. And then there's a real good Punisher Warzone. Um, Oh, I forget the name of the guy who plays him, but he's so, so good. And it's a real, it's like a B-grade gore uh, movie. It's like just, you know, like people's heads exploding when they get shots. Phenomenal.
5: Is that the Warzone one?
2: Yeah, was yeah. Was that yeah. Thomas Jane? Nah, that's the Warzone one. The Thomas Jane one's more, um, more mainstream. Yeah. Thomas yeah, Jane one's a... not bad.
5: Yeah. Um, I will say to a uh, note when uh, Nimrod shows up again, uh, our old mate Meg referred to him as a itty bitty soup can. <laughs> 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 I fucking lost it at that. So yeah, that, that's great. a
2: little bit later on though, isn't it? Because we get uh, Bishop hijacking a bus and c- unable to drive it.
5: Uh, yeah, it's actually way later. Prison Beast is way before that.
2: He gets to the mansion, drives straight into the, uh, yeah. through the front door, and, um, and and they have a bit of a fight and then, and then they restrain him and they're having a, having, they've got a, in the war room and they're having a chat and um professor x loves a mind probe
4: yeah he loves a mind deep
2: in there and then i love it when um is it wolverine calls him mr terminator here great reference
0: (laughs) i don't know at one point Jean gray puts her hand on meg's shoulder (laughs) and uh you get a good shot of of meg's face Shit, I do not like Jean Grey and One Eye. Uh, they are not good, Garrett. Like I don't like them at all. <laughs> I'm on mix. <next. sighs>
2: uh, you're gonna hate the first couple of episodes of the next season. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, because One Eye, uh, One Eye, basically is like, I don't believe that Bishop's from the future. I don't believe you're from the future.
2: Yeah, he's so blind in his faith in the team.
0: He's only got one eye.
2: <laughs> I do love um, uh, when Jubilee sees. Uh, Check, please. Time portal, give me a break. Meg, isn't it? Oh, is that Meg that says that?
4: Sounds real, Meggy.
1: Jeez, what? I guess I just read it and thought that's something Jubilee would say.
4: <laughs> um,.
0: Mega's on fire in this episode. Because then, like, in a, probably a few scenes, I think, like he sarcastically says, oh, yeah, I thought I felt a shift in the planet's alignment there. Like, gives a <laughs> thumbs up to the camera. <laughs> um, and
2: so then we get our final sort of scene. Rogue walks in. You know, she's all, what's going on here? Makes a bit of a weird pass at Bishop, I guess.
1: And then Gambit, everyone can relax. Gambit has returned. And um, Bishop erupts. And it sort of gambits the assassin
2: and it sort of rolls straight into the next episode.
0: Does he mentioned the, the, there was an assassin in the X-Men prior to that, the Gambit coming in, though, eh?
5: Yeah, it kind of almost sets up like it's going to be a murder mystery and you're going to have to leave there there's an assassin here. I don't, I don't know who it is. And you're like, Oh, it's going to be a murder mystery. And then Gambit comes in and he's like, it's him. Like, oh, ruined it. Which,
2: <laughs> I mean, if I, if you were to guess, he's probably, he seems the shadiest of the X-Men. Um,
3: yeah.
5: In many, many ways. Now, old sockhead.
0: <laughs> one eye, one eye basically is like, it couldn't be Gene. Yeah, yeah. The fuck L- up, one eye.
2: <laughs> and then she says something about her, um, her dark past, which is weird because she hasn't been through her darkest stuff yet, but I guess they were sort of alluding to that in some regard and then probably just decided they actually wanted to do the Dark Phoenix saga later. Um,
5: we're still season one here, so they might not have thought they'd get a chance to do it.
2: Yeah. I quite like how um, Jubilee stands up for him and then um, throws shade at Bishop saying, you tattooed freak. Um, and um, and then Bishop goes talking about how Gambit's there. Uh, uh, how, no, Bishop's talking about how he's a time traveler and his future, everything's bad because Gambit does the assassination. And then Gambit replies with, yeah, and I'm the Queen of France. <laughs> Uh, I feel like this is my appreciation of Gambit really grows
5: from this point on
0: um, my, first, my first my first note on the next episode is Gambit is a creep
5: I've got <laughs> Gambit creeping is constant my first note from that episode. I'm not denying it's creepiness um, you just like it <laughs> you'll be for it
2: Um, I've just got this note here. They do quite a lot of front-on close-ups of Bishop, and uh, he's got a huge head. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: Um, And so we get the mind probe, right? And we see there's a great, I mean, I know you guys hate Cyclops, but there's a great shot of Cyclops and Havoc together um, fighting, and that's his his brother. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then... So the X-Men decide, we're going to the capital to stop this assassin. Obviously Gambit has to stay here to prove his innocence and, um, and, and Bishop needs to stay behind for some reason and then Wolverine's <laughs> the babysitter.
5: Yeah, that's real weird. He calls, um,
0: he calls Gambit gumbo. Yeah, he loves gumbo. calling him gumbo. Is that racist? What got is, it, Cajun. What does gumbo mean? gum what does gumbo mean? Gumbo's like um, is it like jambalaya? It's it's like sausage and like chorizo yeah, and it's like a, a spicy sausage soup almost.
2: Just... And is it and is it something that someone occasioned from New Orleans would eat? Yes. Then it's racist.
0: Yeah, I thought so.
5: Uh, did anyone notice Rogue flying through the hallway at the start of this episode like really awkwardly like it's after old creepy the has a go out there and she's flying in and she looks like she's almost going to fall and she's like oh and like just starts walking down the hall like oh that didn't was a bit no, I, didn't notice. I
2: didn't notice that she flies around the mansion which is pretty mint.
5: yeah I was like oh why don't you fly everywhere because that was in my head at the time and then it's like oh she looks real weird flying through this hallway and then she stops and starts walking
2: Interesting. Maybe she doesn't. She's, you know, confined space is harder to fly in.
5: Oh, I've got, it's got it coming up, yeah. Yeah, uh, she's... <laughs> so, the
2: so the X-Men take off, and the the guys that stayed home are playing poker, and I think that's quite mint.
1: Um, and then things get a bit... Uh, uh, I'm not sure if it cuts back to this or not, but
2: Gambit does a little little shady move with an exploding card and takes off. Yeah. And then my next note just says Blob and Pyro. Great chemistry.
1: So let's just, get Blob in the villain pub.
5: Let us add from that first scene when you get a, some good Gambit quips. If you can call them good. And um, the I was actually gamut. watching part of this with Alice and the first thing she said is is, is that guy illiterate? <laughs> <laughs>
2: They, he, his, his illiteracy gets worse and worse, I reckon. Mm. Um, Meg, uh,
1: keeps
0: calling, Meg keeps calling Bishop Rookie. Um, I thought he called time travellers time jockeys.
5: He does at some point. He does at many. some point. I think, uh, yeah. They, I mean, these guys come back for other random stuff.
0: Yeah, this isn't They're the like last... What does that behind. time jockey want? <laughs> Going back to the um, the Blob, I just called him Fat Guy <laughs> He calls Cyclops Four Eyes, clearly he's One Eye Yeah, Blob's not the
2: sharpest
5: Yeah doesn't make any um, sense
2: I've just written here that I actually really start to enjoy The chemistry between Bishop and Wolverine
5: Yeah yeah. There's a lot of rookie and um, what Old man Bishop called him, oh, just old man is it Yeah um, they look the same age. If anything, Wolverine looks younger.
0: <laughs> Makes no sense. Meg says to Blob, Okay, round boy, let's dance.
1: <laughs> round um, boy.
5: That, and, they have that, they... and she punches him in the stomach and her hand gets stuck and he <laughs> throws her with his stomach. <laughs> yes, that's Great. good stuff. Um,
2: I just love how they sort of they, they they win their little fight and Wolverine has to save the kid and then he says, This kid's crying. Do something
0: <laughs> It <This laughs> class, absolute class.
5: Um, we also had a scene of like uh, the protests going on. Um, the anti mutant ones and like we've seen a lot of protests without much imagination in their chance. In recent times, but like this, it's just <laughs> over the top. It's just humans, yes, mutants, no, humans, yes, mutants, <laughs> no. You've all organized to come here, you could have, like, you know, spent 30 seconds coming up with something. Yeah,
2: Where, where's the chance sheet? <laughs>
5: um,
2: and I've just got obviously, we cut to uh, Senator Kelly. And uh, just over written classic mystique move. Um, An old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. And then, um, and just as she's about to assassinate Senator Kelly in the form of Gambit with the witness to prove it was an X-Man, Gambit comes in. Surprised to see me? I know I am.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Yeah. Real good.
2: Um, And then um, that. They have a fight, the Gambits, and then Rogue
1: comes in and we get the big reveal uh, that Mystique raised Rogue.
4: Ah.
2: When she morphs into Rogue's adopted mother, Uh, because basically Rogue's going to take Mystique out. I think you start to get a sense here that Rogue does actually have some feelings for Gambit and all his hard work has been paying off.
0: Hold on. Cause I thought mystique just, t- so as mystique had something to do with rogue in the past. Yes. Okay. Cause so, I so when she, she just,
1: turns,
2: oh, she's just manipulating her.
0: She just turns, she clearly, she sees her turn from mystique into her mum or whoever raised her. I'm yep. like, it's clearly not your mum, rogue. Why are you saving her? Yeah. Well, uh,
2: that's I actually thought that as well. Like surely you'd just be like, you're not my mum. Um, but Rogue believes her, and um, and we. How uh, would she
5: know what she, her mum looks like if it wasn't? Yeah, her.
2: that's the only thing I guess. True. Um,
5: but also, smell powers could have picked this up straight away because <laughs> he would have known exactly who she was shifting to.
2: <laughs> yeah, because doesn't he smells her in one of the other episodes, and he says something smells oily. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, um, the best of the powers, the smell powers. And
2: so Gambit and, and Rogue save Senator Kelly, and Rogue saves Mystique, um, and then she sends Bishop back to the future, and we get Bishop's new future Wolverine. All we've got is his adamantium skeleton. So the mission failed, um, and... And then we have, um, they go to check on Senator Kelly and he's gone. And you get that, um, that quite, I think it's quite cool. How professor X is like, this wasn't the same people because my watch has stopped. And then, um, it's don't understand how Magneto's powers work when he's on the room, but the watch is magnetized to his hover chair.
0: <laughs> the hover chair. The floaty chair, not the hover chair. Yeah, the floaty Ooh, what's chair. What's a hover chair?
2: Oh,
5: right. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Th- thoughts on Days of Future Past 1 and 2?
5: I uh, just had one missing scene with the rumble outside. Somehow a kid almost gets hurt. Wolverine somehow saves this little kid. And the kid's crying and Wolverine just goes to Jubilee. This kid's crying. Do something.
0: Sean mentioned that. We definitely talked about that. <laughs> And uh-huh. you know, I had that quote written down too because it was awesome. it was, made, it was, it
1: was nuts.
0: <laughs> On that, let's move to the final decision, which yeah, I Yeah, the final decision. <laughs> I, I thought assumed, I assumed that this related to Beast.
2: Yeah. But we'll
4: get to Beast. Oh, yeah, good cool. That
0: that's,
2: that's fair, yeah. But the final decision I guess is to not put the mutant registration act in place um and so uh i've got more references to the holocaust from magneto
0: yeah definitely
2: as he's um, talking to senator kelly and he's about to kill him and then you know credit where credit's due master mold has made some plastic sentinels and this is the smartest thing the sentinels have done you see going after magneto And he can't, he can't, uh, he can't obviously manipulate plastic. But I also quite like it when Magneto turns around and says, This entire ship is my weapon. And he's right. And I was a little bit gutted that he got taken down so easily.
5: Um, but he's in a He he throws that bit of piping from the ship straight through a sentinel. That was pretty cool. Yeah,
2: it's mint. Uh, Magneto destroying sentinels is mint.
5: Mm. Robots, robots are key because they're the only ones that they can like, have like, violent fights with. To, and, decapitate. Like, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: It's meant. It's, I think that's, there's a big, big argument. That people think that maybe Spider Man, the animated series, is better. But I reckon this is better for two reasons. One, I think this tries to be a little bit more deep with its ideas, for, for good or, or ill. And also because there's so many robots running around, you get better action. Like
5: Spider-Man doesn't even punch people. And smell cows. (laughs) And flighty chairs.
2: So Magneto's in bad shape. And then we find out that the Sentinels have turned on Trask. Master Mold is now running the cutter. (laughs) And uh, he he wants to make Senator Kelly a Sentinel by replacing his brain with um, computer technology. And his grand scheme is to do that to all the world leaders.
5: I had written a note about Master Mold is back, but is all sparkly. And then was that to sort of say, like, there's something different about Master Mold. It's made him all sparkly. It was learning or something, I guess.
2: Yeah. I don't know, but I, I appreciate his sparkle.
0: Uh, Master Mold needs Forge, because Forge can just invent
3: anything. Mm, mm.
4: That's fair. Uh,
1: so they, uh, so the X-Men
2: want to find out where, what's going on, um,
1: and no, they go and, so they save Magneto, right? And they take him back for, medi- for a medical, for <laughs> medical
2: treatment.
5: Yeah, they give um, him, they do a terrible job. His bandages look ridiculous. <laughs>
2: To, to the credit, though, when they find him, he's got a massive... He's bleeding. You know, like, you don't see blood in cartoons.
0: Yeah, it's like you can see his intestines.
2: Yeah, he looks really bad. Uh, I'm just trying to remember...
0: Don't why... They do Cerebro Are... on Gambit? Yeah, so do they do that because... What the hell is Cerebro? So, is Cerebro... Uh... Professor X's power, or is Cerebro the thing that they put on so that he can do his power? I don't understand what Cerebro.
5: Kind of, of, it appears to enhance
0: it, I guess. Yeah, it's a magnifier. Because it's like they've got the bloody, it's like the FBI records on there by the look of it. Minority report.
2: Yeah, so Cerebro is technically just supposed to amplify Professor X's powers, but it's also just a supercomputer. Mm. Okay. Um. And so when they talk about they're they're reading Gambit's mind because he heard something about moving the base offshore or something, right? Somewhere in his mind is where this new Sentinel base is or or something like that. And so Professor X needs to read his mind, and Gambit's like quite clearly not that keen for this because he says you don't go don't go too far back, no. More hints at his shady past, Um, and I just I love. Magneto talking about Professor X. This is your foolish dream. Mm. Um, and then I've got a note here that says, "Shut up, Jubilee." <laughs> yeah,
5: she sucks. <laughs> Her powers um, go pretty good in this episode, though. Yeah, they do. Takes Been down training. a couple of Sentinels.
2: Um, and then, and so the X Men leave to to save Kelly. Um, or to sorry, no, to destroy the Sentinel factory. And um, as they're flying off, Magneto's watching and he goes, you're all fools, heroic fools, the brave, always the first to die.
0: Magneto seems to revere the X-Men almost in that moment. Yeah, I think so. He's, that's why I, that's why. He doesn't you know, like a them, vocal... but
5: God damn it, he respects them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's
2: such a great villain in that regard. And it's, it's meant that makes Apocalypse so different from him. Hmm. Um, and I love how, so the, the X-Men get to the base and, uh, is it Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean and Gambit go into the base and the rest are doing the distraction. And, um, it's, it's, I don't, I can't remember if it's Master Mold or just a Sentinel. What is this? It appears to be the Ace of Spades. <laughs> And that blows up, and um, it's all it's all happening. You got like five minutes nonstop of the theme song here. It
3: was, um, it was awesome.
2: And um, we missed. Oh, I say? think
0: we missed. We missed Mig saying like having a moment with One uh, Eye. Oh, where was that? He's like, "We're with you, Psych." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's when they all have.
2: That's because they all have to decide to go, and Gambit's like, "I'm not. This is nuts. I'm not going, boys. This is this is a <laughs> mission." Everyone goes. He's like, "Oh, okay, okay."
0: And at that point, Jubilee wants to go, but Meg won't let her, and she yeah. thinks it's because she thinks it's because she's uh, she's young. But no, it's because you're rubbish, Jubilee.
5: <laughs> I thought she, I thought she held her own pretty well in this big fight. Oh, yeah, that giant fight scene with just the theme song cranking non-stop just on repeat and she 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 takes down a single with like a, a a big firework blast and then takes down a water tower with them She's but um
0: her hand held though throughout the fight
5: yeah yeah but i feel like they are all it's all sort of progressed to that point of you know those weird training sessions i've just been working because was are dropping like flies during that to that be fair session.
2: As soon as you encounter some sentinels, that's pretty much your training program, right? We've got to take yeah. down robots.
5: Wolverine uh, takes them down so easy. It's like one swipe on each of them.
2: Which makes you wonder why Morph saved his life. It probably wouldn't have killed him. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a quite a cool scene as well when they're in the mines or whatever and Wolverine pushes Gambit out cause he, you know, to save him and he's going to go and take them on himself.
1: Um, that's fairly heroic of Wolverine. Um, uh, I also, um, so C-
2: Cyclops and Gene get real pashy. Yeah. Um,
1: and then we get our first Cyclops visor has some sort of like computer abilities. I like he that. does some
2: like scanning things and can see stuff. It's You get like a know. view through the visor. Like I don't remember master. that. Um, <laughs> and then, oh geez, when they're all back together and the place is going to hell and, um, Oh, sorry. Before that, I just quite like trust saying, I built you to stop the mutants, not humans. And master mold says that is not logical. Mutants are humans. Mm. That's yeah. quite poignant.
0: And he says humans must be protect- protected from themselves.
2: Yeah. We've heard that before. He's great. Um, anyway, and so yeah, they 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 save Senator Kelly, and um, to get out of the mines, they're like trapped. Cyclops just blasts a tunnel for them to walk through, which I'd imagine that's probably not how that would work, but anyway,
1: <laughs> um, and we get um, rogue showing concern for Gambit, uh, that sort of whatever that is, perhaps becoming something more.
2: And then uh I I've got a lot of time for B streeting Macbeth.
0: But hold think, on. Uh, Didn't Magneto come back and help them fight? Yeah. I think I said did I not say Magneto to the rescue? Oh, I missed that one. That was uh I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's cool. That is cool. Um saves Professor X's plane from um from blowing up
5: yeah, if yeah, Xavier much- goes in for a full kamikaze on Master Yeah,
2: straight out of Independence Day. Um and hey and so you guys.
1: <laughs> they
2: <laughs> they save the day. Yeah, beast be reading Macbeth and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. That's good stuff. Um and so he gets let go because Senator Kelly's okay with mutants now. I mean, he still broke into a facility and stole stuff. But, um, yeah, Beast is out. By popular fan demand. And we get a little scene of um, Cyclops and Gene talking, and sort of romancing or something. Does he propose?
5: I don't know. I'm starting to starting to side with my mate here and think that both One Eye and Jean Grey kind of suck and I kind of zone out when they come on screen now that's what I was going to say
2: I think, I don't know if it's a I think it is a proposal Um, and then we get a real awesome cliffhanger quality sinister tease for season two
5: Mm. watching them on the monitor yeah, Mm. that's right, loves a monitor watch yeah, creepy yeah the,
2: um Some of the most expensive cards from the 1995 Flair Ultra X Men collectors were the cards called Sinister Observations. And it would have like the character on the front looking real mint and shiny. And on the back, it would have Sinister looking at uh, them on a monitor and sort of explaining their powers and weaknesses.
5: Ah, it's quite good. I like
2: it. Um, right. And so that, and thus concludes season one. So just to wrap up on season one, couple of questions for you both. Favorite episode, or if it's a two-parter, you can say
4: episodes. You go, Pat. Favorite episode's
5: a tough one. Probably the epi- probably that episode that just, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it had a million and one quotes and in, including the, um, the famous egg-sucking piece of gutter trash all um, that one when saber is yelling at him from the hill, uh, from the ice mountain thingy. Well, he's, cold while he's Wolverine floats away on a cold vengeance. Yeah, that's it. Floats yeah, away actually. on an iceberg. That was pretty spectacular. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pro- uh, yeah, somewhere around there. But not no massive standout. Yeah,
0: uh, Sammy. For myself, um, I probably would go. Like, I, I think the Days of Future Past, um, both are up there. I do, did enjoy The Cure because I, the rogue backstory, um, being fleshed out, definitely, I, I, it, it appealed to me. But, like, Meg is just like, I've done a full 180 on Meg. Meg in Days of Future Past is so good.
2: Um, uh, I reckon my favourite's probably, um, the first two because it just sets, sets so much up, it's like it's instantly quite mint. Although, like, I do think episodes on a like a probably get better, but I just really enjoy how that whole thing goes. What one
1: does um, uh morph die in one or two? One, he's straight off the bat, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that you know, intermagnetos mint,
4: yeah, that's real good.
2: Um, Yeah, I, I remember at some stage in my life messaging Pat, and when I was watching this, just pardon and saying, Intermagneto is could, could be a great first X-Men movie. Like if obviously you'd flesh it out, but just that's that's got all the good stuff that you need.
1: Um, Does anyone have a least favorite episode?
4: Uh, with them only being twenty minutes, I
0: find now we're not because if I give a bit of time between episodes that I watch, I, they all meld together a little bit for me. Yeah, yeah I, I I I find so that.
2: So how the storyline connects with every episode as well sort of helps that.
5: Yeah, it's not really a bad thing. No, it's no, not good.
2: Um, but I don't
5: have a most hated nah. episode.
2: No, neither. There's a couple that I like less, but I think that's just because I've seen them so many times. As stated in an earlier pod, they only had one um, VHS at United Video. So there's a couple,
1: three or four episodes in here that I've seen a lot. Um, favourite character so far?
5: I think, I think uh, just off that last episode brought me back to who I thought was going to be my favourite. Off the first episodes And I'm just stoked to have him back For season 2, it's old mate Beast I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more Beast in season 2
4: Yeah, Jamie.
5: We all know who
0: I don't like Um, Yep yep. Cyclops Slash One Eye and Gene Gray can take a hike Um, I've done a Full 180 on Meg I was not enjoying um, Wolverine At the start but I'm revelling In him now but my favorite is rogue.
2: Oh, that's mint. Ooh, yeah. Um, I like rogue. Uh, I really like Magneto, eh?
0: Yeah. Magneto's um, real good. Sorry. I was, I was, just thinking of X-Men, but Magneto. Yeah, that's, yeah,
2: that's fair. That's fair. I set, set it up that way, I guess. I, if I was going to go with the X-Men, I'd probably go rogue as well, to be honest, quite like storm. Um, I quite like Cyclops, but I don't think I actually like
5: this version of him. I just like the character <laughs> of the comic books. But um, well, we're going to get introduced to a whole bunch of new characters as we go on as well. Yeah,
0: certainly. Some return. Um, before, before you tell the, the, the fans what we're going to watch next, Sean. Yes. Or have you got more questions for us? Um. I was just going to ask, like, what do you hope
2: happens in season two, Sam? Like, Pat kind of knows, so he can't answer that. But what are you looking for?
0: What do you want to see more of? To be honest, I have zero um, expectations. I would like to see a lot less of Cyclops and Gene, but I don't think that's going to happen by the sounds of you alluded to before. Um, I just want more backstory, basically, on lots of them because of that Tend, that, that's what I tend to enjoy more, I've found in the episodes. Yeah, fair. Um,
1: yeah,
4: you're going to get
0: a plenty more of.
3: Scott, June! <laughs>
0: Scott, June! Now, what I was going to say, it's, it might be putting you on the spot because it's hard, but, um, favourite quote so far? Uh, my favourite quote is easily.
2: Uh, Everyone can relax. Gambit has returned.
0: So what's he up to? Yeah, I think I know the answer to this. Yeah, you can't be egg-sucking piece of gutter of trash. I think that's mine. Um, that's mine too, but there were some great Meg ones. Um, I smelled gun oil. That's yeah. good. <laughs> um, and that, honestly, that... <laughs> this kids uh, this kid's good. crying. Do something yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. I lost it when that happened.
5: Yeah, he's probably got the best quotes I'd say.
4: Yeah uh, he he really
2: does. Um,
4: he knocks them out of the park.
2: So we're we up to episode four, start of season two. It's a big one. uh we've got. Till death do us part, uh, do us part, part one and part two. Whatever it takes, Red Dawn, Repo Man, and Externally Yours. I'm pretty excited because a couple of those don't really ring bells. But uh, I, I get little, little hints. We do get a bit of Cyclops and Jing. Uh, we definitely get a bit of Meg.
1: And we get a little bit of Gambit backstory. Get a bit of Canada as well. Maybe, I don't know
2: what, uh, I I wonder if Red Dawn might have something to do with Wolverine's past.
5: I'm just looking at the uh, screenshots on Disney Plus of the episodes and episode 5, Repo Man, uh, featuring some alpha flight.
2: Oh, Canadian superhero mutant team right well if no one has anything else we can wrap this thing up with our trademark sign-off that pat never remembers
3: (laughs) (laughs) uh you're
1: you ready pat
4: yeah i got it maybe
5: mission
1: accomplished buddy
5: let's go home